Welcome to your personal branding 101 podcast with your host, Professor Nez. Helping you to discover your purpose, communicate your message so you can impact your audience. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, y'all, one and all. Come on in, come on in. It's so good to see you. It is Nez Nation Live. It is I, your personal branding coach, uh, speaker, author, business owner, coming at you live like we do every single Sunday. I'm using this awesome StreamYard app. So good to see you guys. Come on in, come on in. Hybrid Steel in the house, Ahmad in the house. So good to see you guys. Come on in, come on in. Please share this out. Please make sure if you're watching this on YouTube that you smash the smash button because you're not going to want to miss this master class today. We're going to be talking about self-awareness. We're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. We're going to be talking about Aristotle's concept of if you know who you truly are, neither friend nor foe can ever touch you. This to me is the core of happiness. This to me is the core of success. This to me is everything. One of our sort of mission statements here on the Nez Nation Live Personal Branding 101 podcast. Yes, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you click subscribe. We are everywhere. We're on Spotify, iTunes. We're on Stitcher, Google Podcasts. You name it. Anchor, we are there. Um, make sure that you click subscribe because this is the show where we like to say we're bringing more humanness to this digitalness. Personal branding equals 21st century communications. That is it. It's just a fancy phrase, but it's a phrase that's sort of been abused lately and all it's been going on since the dawn of time. And what it really means is communicating who you are. Who are you? Do you know the answer to this eternal question? Who are you? What are you all about? What is it that you can do for me? What is your core driving force that brings you the most alive that you can bring to the table? We're going to be talking about that today, how to discover and how to become self-aware. This is a self-awareness masterclass. I can't wait to jump into it. Well, Nez, what makes you the so-called expert on self-awareness? Well, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But first, I want to say hello to people in the chat Come on in. Come on in. It's so good to see you. Patty Broussard. How in the world are you, Patty? Let me know if you guys can hear me okay. It looks like we're coming in okay on YouTube. I miss you guys so much. We went live uh, a couple Sundays ago. Uh, I went live last week on, I think it was a Tuesday because I missed last Sunday. The summer schedule has been getting a little bit hectic. I do apologize. Sarasota Experience. Good to see you. Is that Lenny? How are things in Florida, my friend? And look who it is. Buck Buchanan. How are you, Buck? And I missed you, Luis. I missed you more than you'll ever imagine. It's so great to have you back. And I think Luis is going to have a lot to say about this topic because I know Luis uh, really discusses this with his audience and his content branding. Super Dave, where in the world have you been, brother? You see, we've all been kind of missing in action. And this is understandable because when you know who you are, right, when you have that self-awareness, and you identify truly what really matters in your life, that, that time is something that none of us can defeat. There was a really big UFC match uh, recently, and I tell this to my students and clients alike for years. Self-awareness has kind of become a sort of popular term as of late. Uh, and, you know, I've been talking about this for, for centuries, it feels like. 
And I truly mean centuries. I know you might be thinking, what in the world is this guy talking about? I truly mean that. I've been, I feel like I've been talking about this since the dawn of mankind and uh, in some way, shape or form or another. And it's really important to me to share this with you guys, because what really defines Nez and call me Nez, what really defines me and what really brings me the most alive is helping people, helping people to discover their purpose. Who are you? What are you all about? What is it that makes you want to jump out of the house, jump out of the windows of confinement, of your own self-confinement, and really do what brings you to life, what makes you come alive. I love doing that more than anything. I love making people feel enlivened and inspired because the people who inspired me put, you know, lightning bolts in my veins. And I want to I want to be a part of that lineage. There's nothing more important to me than that. Uh, and so uh, it's it's a really, really um, vital thing to my success. I've been very, very lucky to have a beautiful wife and family, very, very lucky to have a beautiful career that I'm very proud of and that I feel brings a lot of value to a lot of people. I'm a business communications professor and a business owner. My clients and students alike mean everything to me. They are the lifeblood of what I do and why I do it. I want that for you. And so I decided to kind of conduct this class today um, in, in any way, shape, or form to help with that. And I've got a lot to say about this topic. And I can't wait to dive deep because I don't want to waste any time. I know a lot of these kind of videos and live streams and courses and classes they can kind of get into the, like a lot of nebulous stuff. I want to get very concrete. I want to get very down to earth, very practical, so you can use this, use this stuff today. One of the things that I just really quickly, that I tell my students all the time is to verify things in the real world, to verify things for yourself, that if you hear all of these, you know, so-called professors and leaders and and adults, you know, who seem to be uh, well-adjusted, and you just take what they're saying without any sense of inquiry. Really, self-awareness is all about self-inquiry, and you don't question these things, and you just accept them. You just sop them up and ask for seconds. That, to me, is an undercut or a shortcut to thinking. It's a shortcut to discovering who you truly are, and so I tell my students all the time, I say, I want you to think I'm completely full of, I do. And I think I'm probably the only professor on the planet who would ever say that because a lot of you are just like a lot of my colleagues. They're afraid that if they put themselves on the same level as their customers, clients, their audience, their students, whatever it is that they have relinquished that sense of authority and control when quite the opposite is true. The reason I tell my students I want you to think I'm completely full of it is because I want them to verify for themselves. The reason why my academy, beyondtheboxacademy.com, the reason I called it Beyond the Box is because that box, this box that you're seeing this live stream right now, this box that you're experiencing this class right now, is just a box. And it can sound good and, and people can say really interesting things that maybe, you know, sort of um, generally speaking, they kind of feel familiar, they feel truthful, but is there any actualization to them? Is there any fire to their words? Is there anything that I can apply to my life 
today. That is the name of the game. So if they verify it, why do I need to know who I am? Why do I need to know my audience? Why is it important that I know how to use this dude? Why is it important that I understand the digital landscape and how to build my online reputation? How is that going to benefit me? How is that going to help my career? How is that going to help my business? How is that going to help me build communities? Verify it for yourself. Then it plants roots in your chest. Then it becomes real, tangible learning self-inquiry, verify everything. As our great forefather of literature, Ralph Waldo Emerson, and my great literary hero, Walt Whitman, once said, self-reliance is the ultimate currency. If you know who you are, neither friend nor foe can ever touch you. You won't let haters get to you. You won't let relationships. There's an opportunity for you to end all suffering for yourself. There's an opportunity for you to end all trivialities, to end all wastings of time on people, things that don't matter. And so I really want to jump right into it. I really want to get concrete and I'm happy to take your questions. I'm happy. This is something that I want to have be really, really inclusive. And if you're not comfortable leaving comments, if you're not comfortable engaging on that level, feel free to send me a message. You can DM me on any social channel. I'm Professor Nez. On any social channel, I'm Professor Nez. Uh, right there. Uh, whoop. Right there. I'm Professor Nez on Instagram, on LinkedIn, my Facebook business page, uh, my YouTube channel, which I love, which you should really subscribe to. It actually, if this um, course is appealing to you, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, it's an audio masterclass. If any of these pointings or teachings or learnings appeal to you, I've got a playlist called Mindset Mastery. I'm going to leave that in the cards up above. I've got a playlist on my YouTube channel and on my website. If you go to professornez.com forward slash live streams, or if you go to youtube.com forward slash professornez, I've got a monstrous, volcanically valuable playlist that is just going to bust your brains into split you in half called Mindset Mastery. I believe in it so much. I'm willing to jump through this camera and grab you by the collar and say, end all this self-afflicted suffering, self-afflicted suffering. That's why self-awareness is really important. Super Dave, it is so good to see you guys. Ahmed, how are you? <laughs> My haircut looks fresh. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Lion Hex in the house. I haven't seen you in a long time. Luis is in the house. Louise says, understand your now and your worth. It will take you a long way in life. I mean, I posed this question on one of the promotional um, boards, uh, uh, posts for this live stream here. I, I asked the question to you. One of the things that you, you need to understand when it comes to self-awareness, one of the things that are absolutely essential when it comes to self-awareness, I asked this question. And I'm going to throw this question to you. How can you be the best leader, the best CEO, the best parent, the best father, the best husband, wife, friend, if you don't know who you truly are? If you don't understand, self-awareness is about understanding. Understanding defeats a lot of confusion. We do not have a lot of time, y'all. We do not have a lot of time. 
Time is of the essence. Okay. It is the ultimate UFC fighter. There isn't a Angus Khan couldn't beat time. Floyd Mayweather can't beat time. Conor McGregor can't beat time. Theodore Roosevelt couldn't beat time. Nobody can beat time. Napoleon couldn't beat time. Time gets us all. You're going to blink and you're going to turn 96 if you're lucky. I don't want anybody here to look back and go, woulda, shoulda, coulda, because it's too late for woulda, shoulda, coulda. Now there's there's a way that you can there's a way that you can cultivate self-awareness. There's a way that you can cultivate this that can help you with your leadership skills, that can help you with your personal and your professional life. And that's what this self-awareness masterclass is all about. It's about cultivating this. Who are you? What are you? What why is that even important? Why is that going to help you in all facets of your life? That's what I want to talk about. And it's three major components uh, that I'd like to sort of break it down into. And there's a million other things involved. But the first thing that I want to start with in this self-awareness masterclass, the first thing that I'd like to start with is you've got to have what I like to say, a point of view. You've got to have a way of looking at things. You've got to be able to look at the world with a brand new pair of eyes. Something that I like to say, you know, from one of my great mentors, Shunru Suzuki, once said, always adopt this eternal learning mindset. Because one of the things that clouds self-awareness is ego and certainty. Certainty that you are who you are and that there's no changing that. And that is this is a fixed item or a fixed structure for the rest of your life. So point of view is extremely important perspective. It starts with perspective. You have to understand that we are all in this thing together. We are all in this game called life together, that everybody is just doing the best that they can. Nobody knows what they're doing. Don't get it twisted. Nobody knows what they're doing. All these people you see, these people walking down the street with nice suits and briefcases and nice things, you think they, gosh, sometimes we look at these people and we go, gosh, look at all these people. They really, really look like they know what they're doing. They really look like they know what they're up to. They really seem so together and so with it. I'm going to here to break all the mythos for you. I'm here to break it to you right now. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's just doing the best that they can. So the first thing is, is about having perspective. There is no finite law or program for this thing called being a human being. There's been a billion and six books written about it. There's a billion and six experts about it. But self-awareness starts with self-inquiry. It's relinquishing all of these concepts, precepts, and adopting an eternal learning mindset. And then things become fresh. Things become new. You don't become complacent. Complacency is the enemy of self-awareness. Cynicism is the end, is is an enemy of self-awareness. Thinking that you're an expert in things and all things is an enemy to self-awareness. Beginner's mind, adopting what I like to call a beginner's mind. Because in the beginner's mind, the world is full of possibilities. But in the expert's mind, the world is full of none. The expert thinks they can do everything. So what does that mean? Does that mean, Nez, that I shouldn't you know, talk about how good I am at something, that I shouldn't have confidence? Of course not. 
you should have confidence, but it should be rooted in something real and true and natural. It shouldn't be rooted in what I like to call this Instagram imposter syndrome that is just running rampant. One of the reasons why I say we're bringing more humanness to this digitalness is because, you know, in this digital world, we have it's very hard to decipher what is real and what's not real. I'm very, very lucky that I met my wife way before online dating got cooking the way it is. I mean, I could not imagine. I mean, I've got some friends who are sort of getting into that world and they kind of dip their toes in it here and there. And I'm a little bit older. I'm 42 years old. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, I can't even imagine, you know, what that world is like right now. I know it can't be easy because the stories that I hear and the observations and even the research shows that the highest majority, it's a high percentage of people are not what they appear to be in this online space. That's why I want to bring more humanness to this digitalness. Now, why is that? Why is that, y'all? Why is it that people are afraid to be who they are? I mean, who they are at their root. Not that you're a male, that you're a female. These are all surface things. This comes from, this, there's, a, there's two concepts I'd like to share right now. There's external validation and there's internal validation. External validation is everything out there. We're constantly seeking this external validation. What am I, what am I, uh, what's my worth to other people's opinions? What are people's uh, uh, view of me, their judgments of me? How does society judge me? How does my work judge me? How does, you know, reality judge me or so-called reality judge me? How, how do I compare to this or that? How do I compare to this person's ability to take care of themselves or this person's car or material things, their house, their status, their popularity, their friends, their journey in this thing called life. We're constantly engaging what I like to call the comparative dysfunction game. Okay, we've got some great, uh, we've got some comments coming in. Hey, it's good to see you, John, from You Do It. How are you doing, John? Hybrid is in the house. I mean, sometimes I get cooking, y'all, and then I got to go back to the chat. Curious response. Have you ever stepped on a bug on purpose before? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have. Spiders all the time. Ahmed, good to see you. <laughs> hey, construction cronies. Good to see you, Chris. How are you, sir? It's so great to see you. Uh, Mike, our great mod, and we've got a few other mods in here. I wonder if Christian's here yet. They're afraid to show any form of weakness, so they adopt a persona to show people to hide their true self. It's to stop people making an informal judgment about themselves. Very well said, uh, Mike. Thank you for, for, for leaving that comment. Another thing that I'd like to share with you just really quick is that it takes great effort to be somebody but it takes zero effort to be yourself. And here's an example. If you ever had people come over your house or you ever invited people to come over your house or you've gone to a social event or maybe a work event or what have you, why is it that every time after everybody's gone, after the party is over, the event is over, you take this kind of large, big sigh of relief. <sighs> okay. Now I can finally, gosh, it was, it takes so much effort to put on a face, to put on a, persona, as Mike said, to put on an image, to put on a, uh, you know, an act really is what it is. 
But when everybody's gone, when everybody's, when the event is over, when the party is over, when all the guests have left, you let out this huge sigh. <sighs> and you're back to what? Where is that sigh coming from? Where is that, you know, extinguishing or that exhale? Where does it stem from? Where does that come from? DH in the house. Good to see you, Doug. How are you? It's so good to see you guys. Come on in. Come on in. It takes great effort to be somebody. It takes zero effort to be yourself. It takes zero effort. You don't have to try to be yourself. I don't have to try to be this. What you see is what you get. I try to bring my authentic self all the time because I finally come to accept who I am. And this is another concept I want to talk about is acceptance. When, you, when you're able to accept who you are, when you understand perspective, when you understand that we're all in this together, that there is no such thing as this person's better than that person or that person's better than this person or there's superior people, there's inferior people, that we're all in this thing called L-I-F-E together and nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Everybody's just trying to do the best that they can. When you have that kind of real broad universal POV or point of view, it should become a lot easier to accept who you truly are. And I'm going to talk about misidentification in just a second. I love that we've got the chat just roaring right now. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. Thank you so much for leaving your comments. I'm going to get to your questions in just a second. I'm very excited to see all you guys. And please leave your comments down below. So, so this is this is a concept that I'm I'm I really want to dig into this idea that, you know, what is it? What is it? Why am I? Why am I so unwilling to accept who I am? Why am I willing to put on this pretense or this posturing? What what is keeping you? So it's important to take a look at that. It's important to take a look at that. And what I would say is the best way to do that is to really go off somewhere by yourself. Solitude is an unbelievable gift. One of the things that I do, it's just like my church. It's like my heaven. It's like my getaway, my sanctuary. Yes, definitely make sure you smash the smash button. Thank you so much, Dave. Hey, the expert plumber. How are you? Good to see you, Roger. Roger Wakefield in the house. Roger probably has a lot to say about this topic. CK, I've always been myself and don't care what people think. Maybe that's why I can't keep a job. <laughs> Well, there's a difference between not caring what people think and not letting what people think cause you to suffer. And that's really the kind of, you know, uh, the genesis or the or the the main beauty and force behind having and possessing self-awareness. Because I don't believe in that kind of obnoxious sort of, I don't care what people think. I'm not saying you're doing this, CK. But, you know, I think I think it's okay to care what people think. It's okay to mind what people think. Just don't let anything get too sticky. And trust that intuition. This is internal validation versus external validation. The external validation is everything out here. Everything out there. Media, the world, society, people, thoughts, pundits, politics. That's the external game. And I'm not just saying politics, you know, uh, uh, election uh, uh, campaign style. I'm saying politics at your office, politics in your family, politics in your neighborhood, politics, 
politics runs amok. Politics is everywhere. External validation versus internal validation. This is the key to self-awareness. Most of us, we look externally to validate who we are. Most of us, we look externally to define what makes us who we are, what makes us tick. And we lose that sense of individualism. We become homogenized because we've been taught our whole life to get into this sort of rhythm and pace and line up with the rest of people and not be a nuisance and just sit down, shut up and don't make cause any waves. When if you look at all the innovations, if you look at every wonderful, fantastic, disruptive, whatever you want to call it, innovation, and innovation doesn't have to be products or businesses or what have you, but innovation in thinking, innovations in ways of being, innovations in systems and processes and livelihood. It all spawned from individuals who had that fierce sense of who they were. They didn't let people define who they are. They didn't let no stick. They didn't let that internal, who I call the eternal doubter, that guy that lives inside every single human being's brain, they didn't let that guy deter them from anything. They trusted what I call the sort of energy source of self-awareness their intuition, their internal, they took a look internally. You need to turn your eyeballs inside out. Stop looking externally for validation and start looking internally because you're the only one that you have to live with. Okay. You may be lying next to your wife, uh, uh, you know, late at night. You may have friends and family who love you, but at the end of the day, it's you who's got to be okay with you. And if you're not okay with you, it doesn't matter how much money you have. I'm living proof of this. Trust me, I've been poor and I've been well off. And believe me, money is important. Money is a fantastic thing, but it does, it is not, it's nowhere near the basis or the reason for your happiness or the cause of your happiness or dissatisfaction. It can cause you stress. It's nice to have money, but true, unwavering, impenetrable happiness and fulfillment does not come from monetary gain or monetary value. It doesn't, but don't get it twisted. Money is extremely important. And I know money is important. So this, this, is, this is the real difference. This is the real difference. Do you trust your intuition? What is intuition? Well, I would say that intuition is that inner voice that gets buried amongst all the noise. It's that inner voice that keeps you up at night. It's that inner voice that keeps coming back and haunting you. And it's reminding you. One could, you could call it the soul. You could call it God. You could call it the universe. You could call it the life force. You could call it the force. You can call it all. These are just names and titles. These are just names and titles, much like male, female, son, father, plumber, right? Uh, CEO, uh, professor. These are just titles. You are bigger than a title. That's all external validation. You are bigger than just a, uh, a sexual orientation. You are bigger than gender. You are bigger than monetary value, what's in your bank account. You are bigger than your fears, your desires, your interests, your, your past. You're bigger than your past. This is another thing that, you know, one of the, one of the key ingredients to self-awareness is presence is being right here, right now. Because most of us, what most of us do is we are constantly thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow and we're constantly thinking about what happened yesterday. 
And where is all of this contemplation of tomorrow and yesterday happening? Right here, right now. The only reality that exists, the only life, the only whether you're 50, whether you're 70, whether you're 12. I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen a tomorrow in my entire life. I've never seen a tomorrow. Every time I wake up, it turns into today. I've never seen a tomorrow. It's right here, right now. My childhood happened today. My elderly age will happen today. Everything happens today, right now, in this moment. Presence. Presence. Not woo-woo Mori Povich presence. Not Oprah presence. I'm talking real, hardcore, practical, anchored in reality presence. Are you here right now? Are you paying attention to the life that's happening and unfolding around you? Self-awareness is about self-inquiry. It's about self-understanding. It's about internal validation, not external validation. And I am living proof that this stuff works. And this is nothing new. This is nothing original. This isn't a belief. I'm not asking you to believe anything. I'm not asking you to convert. I'm not proselytizing here. I'm not saying that you have to imagine this. Take a look for yourself. Go off somewhere by yourself. Solitude is the great gift. Go off somewhere by yourself. There's a difference between being lonely and being alone. I love being alone and I ain't lonely. Go off somewhere by yourself. What I do is I go to this secret spot uh, by the beach. It's a secret kind of cave that nobody knows about, not even my wife. And I take Walt Whitman's leaves of grass and I just breathe. I just breathe. I'm not even going to talk about mindfulness and meditation. Forget it. Those words are abused. I'm just being a human being. We're trying to bring more humanness to this digitalness. I just breathe. I pay attention and I don't let anything get too sticky. Stresses may come. Thoughts may come. Everything will come. The past will come. The future will come, but I don't energize it with my attention. You've got to understand this. Things, your past doesn't define you. Your future doesn't define you. Your sexual orientation doesn't define you. Your failure doesn't define you. Your mistakes don't define you. This universe was not created to cause you torture and suffering. The cynics, the existentialists, the nihilists, their view of the universe, their view of life, their view of how things unfold can be very cold. And anything that I would say that causes you coldness, anything that freezes you in your tracks is anti-life. Anything that energizes you, anything that propels you forward, anything that makes you feel that stinging, tingling of life in your blood, in your bones, in the marrow of your soul, anything that gives you that warmth, that's the truth. The truth is like an old familiar blanket. If this stuff is hitting you, if this stuff is inspiring you, I don't want you to think about any of this stuff. I want it to hit you in your chest where it really, really matters. I want this stuff to hit you in your chest from somebody like me. Nez, why are you even talking about this stuff? Somebody like me who suffers from debilitating anxiety and depression, especially as a young man, I went to every doctor on the planet. Um, I took every pill that you can imagine and none of it worked. Not one thing. It wasn't until I went into self-inquiry, which is what is self-awareness? What is self-inquiry? It's just going deep into who you are, taking time, having enough, you know, wherewithal and care that, you know what? I need to do something for me. 
I need to take care of myself because, you know, there's a reason why they say when you're in an airplane and they give you those safety rules and regulations, they always say, put the mask on yourself first before you try to help anybody else. You cannot help anybody else until you yourself are right. You cannot help your kids if you yourself are fragmented and broken. You cannot help your husband, your wife, your business, your colleagues, your coworkers, your students. You cannot help your customers, your clients, your audience if you yourself are fragmented and broken. And here's another thing I'm going to say. There's nothing wrong with being fragmented and broken either. That's nothing either. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you, Roger. CK says, yes, I like to learn from the past and make today the best I can so tomorrow is better. Absolutely. I love it. Ahmed, you know what? Most of us are. Most of us are. Most of us are uh, uh, overthinkers. It's something, and I've got a great video on overthinking and anxiety. It's been getting kind of a lot of steam lately, uh, over 6,000 views right now on my YouTube channel. You got to go check that out. I'll go leave that in the cards up above. CK says, money is awesome, but it won't just do anything for it. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Lion Hex says, past is the past. We need to think about the present and the future. Yes, very, very true. I love that. <laughs> CK, the truth will set you free. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of this stuff can sound very trite. It can sound very bumper stickery, right? I don't, and that's not my intention for it to sound bumper stickery or anything like that. My intention is to show you what I've researched what I've studied by in, for the last 25 years. I've researched and studied this little dude inside your noggin for the last 20 years. I've researched and studied neurology, psychology, East and West from CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, exposure therapy, all the way to the Eastern of the East of East of Vipassana Buddhism and mindfulness and Taoism, bringing all of that for you today on my channel. My channel is all about mindset and messaging, helping you get this dude right so you can get your message out there, so you can do what you want, grow your business, advance your career in this online ecosystem. That's it. That's it. And I think that the reason I talk about this the most, probably, maybe not the most, but the reason I talk about this a lot, I've been talking about this way, way, way for years and years to my students, but, but everybody else as well, is because I know that that is where it all starts. That's the acorn to your success or unsuccess in any endeavor. You've got to know who you truly are. And sometimes the best way to find out is to relinquish and extinguish things that are not you. Self-awareness is about being comfortable with who you are and being comfortable in any setting, being comfortable with anything happening. It is the mind of absolute trust. It is the mind of, of understanding that your fellow man and woman are just doing the best that they can. There's no, re here's a, here's one of the keys is self-judgment. Uh, a lot of us suffer from self-judgment. You know, we make a mistake and we let that stick. A relationship breaks up and we let that stick. We go through a traumatic experience and we let that stick. Notice the operative word there is let. I'm not saying it doesn't take time or work or it doesn't take involvement, engagement, and, and plenty of sweat, blood, and tears. Of course it does. But let is the key word. You've got to regain your power, y'all. You have the power to not th take anything too seriously, to not take anything too personally, to allow things to fall apart so better things can come together. We hold on too much. 
when you know who you truly are, you let things flow naturally. Good and bad don't mean anything. Failure and success don't mean anything. Uh, uh, night and day don't mean anything. Darkness, light don't mean anything. It's about you staying in the center of all of that and allowing things to unfold naturally. That is the apex of self-awareness. Go inside. Take a look for yourself. Yes, thank you so much, Luis. Nothing matters if your inner game is not recognized by you. You, you, you. Very, very nice. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Is this making sense, y'all? I wanna I wanna hear in the chat. Am I am I going too far? Am I is this is this not making enough sense? I want to talk about another th two two things, two more things that I think are tantamount to what I'm trying to say here and what I'm trying to advocate in this self-awareness masterclass. Number one is judgment. Judgment. Number two is the decay of, of comparison. Comparison, comparison, comparison. That will kill you faster than a speeding bullet. And before I do that, there's a great there's a great poem uh, that I one of my favorite poems of all time, and it's very fast. It's not poetry the way you would think of poetry, but uh, it's 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 one of my favorite. Uh, some of you guys might even know it. Um, and and Luis, uh, uh, keep that keep me on track because I want I want to come back to uh, those two concepts. Okay, Luis, my mod, my main mod. Uh, I want to I want to stay on track with the with the decay of comparison and judging, and how I went from not only ending judgment of my fellow man and my fellow woman, but how ending that judgment of others led to the death of judgment of myself, <laughs> which I can't tell you y'all. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get real emotional on y'all right now has been the unbelievable light that has showered me throughout my entire life has been the unbelievable uh, sense of freedom, if you will. It's hard to even put it into words what um, having self-awareness, which leads to emotional intelligence, which leads to a better understanding of who you are and who others are trying to be and what they're attempting to go through and what they what they're exhibiting. This is going to help you in your career. This is going to help you in your business. We're talking about getting into the psychology of how human beings exist and what's stopping them from existing to their full maximum potential. I don't think there's anything more depressing than a human being not living up to their full potential. Um, and I, And at the same moment, at the same time, I understand that there's a lot that I have control over and there's very little that I have control over. I have control over how I react to things, but I have absolutely zero control, zero control of external arisings or external events that happen. So I've said this before in previous chats that there's a difference between uh, pain and suffering. There's a difference between the two. Being a human being, it's inevitable that you're going to feel pain. Pain is inevitable. As a human being, you're not going to get out of this thing called LIFE without a little bit of pain or, Lord knows, a lot of pain. But suffering is a choice. What's the difference? Somebody tell me what the difference is. You're not going to get out of this thing called LFIE. LFIE? 
a professor that can't spell coming right up. You're not going to get out of this thing called L-I-F-E without feeling a whole lot of pain. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. So what do I mean by that? Look, stuff happens. Things happen. I'm not going to use the word, but <laughs> happens, right? Sometimes sometimes it's just completely out of your control. It's completely out of, you know, somebody gets in a car crash, a relationship breaks up, uh, uh, an act of God, whatever. Little idiosyncratic circumstances that, 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 that occur and arise time and time again. It's not the actual thing itself that is causing us to suffer. It's our reaction to it. It's our interpretation of it. So for example, if a business endeavor doesn't work, some people, and I would say maybe even the majority of people, if they start a business and it fails, which I think there's insane statistics that that prove that most first-time business owners fail like 90% at a 90% rate, their first business endeavor, most people will take that failure and interpret it as I shouldn't be a business person. I shouldn't do this. I should just go back to my, you know, municipality job or my, you know, facility job or my accountant job and just shut up and be happy or try to be happy. Whereas the truth is, is that just because you failed doesn't mean that you're not supposed to do that thing. That actually failure Every successful person you've ever met in your entire life can probably vouch for this. Failure is a part of the game. Lord knows I've failed a million and six times, and I'm the happiest dude on planet Earth. I've got two successful businesses. I still teach at the university. I've got an amazing wife. She is my life coach. She's my everything, and I got two beautiful, gorgeous kids. I'm living the dream, baby, and I've failed a billion and six times. So what does that mean for you? What does that mean for you? Pain is inevitable. Suffering is a choice. You cannot avoid pain, but you can avoid suffering. Suffering is when you interpret it, you take it seriously, and you let it define who you are. When you have self-awareness, you understand the natural flow of things. You know and you don't identify with that failure. You understand that this is the way that life is. This is the way existence goes. I am a part of this unique, unbelievable puzzle, okay? And it's completely being you know, constructed and architected with or without my consent. You've got to understand where you are. Self-awareness, self-inquiry. Understand this. Don't let the past define you. Don't let the future define you. Don't let failure define you. Don't let your gender, don't let your title, don't let your job. You are beyond all of these things. And in a more beautiful, glorious way, trust me. I want to read for you something. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Roger. The most heart-touching, realistic, straight-to-the-heart YouTube video that you've done. Thank you so much, Ahmed. I really appreciate that. CK says, it's really hard to keep yourself happy when you have a family to take care of. Sacrifices have to be made. You need to time your decisions correctly so it doesn't hurt anyone. Or, or CK, I would say this. I know I'm not living up to my full potential. It's hard because I have to work a job I hate to make money to support my family. <sighs> Look, there's nobody here who understands more than anybody, uh, CK, the lack of luxury of choice. 
um, especially when you're our age and you've got a family to provide for. And sometimes you got to do what you have to do. I totally understand that. Um, but there's ways, there's ways. And yes, sacrifices need to be made. There's nothing wrong with sacrifices, but allowing those sacrifices to dominate your consciousness and identifying those sacrifices, which can stick and then plant roots in here and turn into cynicism, turn into complacency, turn into this, oh, well, that's just the way you know, life is, and I'm, there's nothing I can do about this defeatist mentality. Don't let it turn into that. There's nothing wrong with sacrifices as long as they don't define who you are. And I would say there's always, there's always going to be opportunities. There's always going to be a way. There's always, when, when there's life, there is a way. When there is, when you have two lungs that can breathe oxygen and you, CK, who I know is a smart, intelligent dude uh, who, uh, who has amazing talent and amazing gifts, there's a way. I know you're creating great content on YouTube. You're working very, very hard. So I would say that, yes, there are sacrifices being made, but you're still doing what you want to be doing. And that may turn. I'm not saying everything that I'm talking about today, I'm not saying that this doesn't require major, major amounts of hard work and major, major amounts of patience and major, major amounts of, you know, understanding that it's not all just going to happen by the snap of my fingers. I mean, I've been suffering from debilitating anxiety and depression for, for my entire life. And I'm still suffering with those monsters. They're just not as big as they used to be. They're not as monstrous as they used to be because I've looked internally. I've understood. I've engaged in self-inquiry. I've engaged in self-awareness. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the chat. Leave them in the comments. I'm happy to come back and talk about that. I want to read something for you really quickly. It's one of my favorite uh, poems of all time, If by Rudyard Kipling. Some of you have read this, I'm sure, uh, in your life before. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting. Patience. Patience. Or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream, and I mean, this first this first paragraph, if you can keep your head, I mean, I can't even read any further uh, because it's just so good. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. Listen to that right there. If you can trust yourself when all men, not just some men, <laughs> and this was written a long time ago. So, you know, uh, uh, the politically correct way of, or the whatever, the PC way of saying it would be when all people doubt you, right? Um, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. There's nothing wrong when he says, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for that doubting. What's he trying to say there? What's he trying? You got it, CK. Absolutely. You got it. 
That's absolutely true. When you can when you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. There's nothing wrong with doubters. There's nothing wrong with haters. Who knows? Maybe haters are coming in the form of a, you know, a a, a huge truth bomb that maybe you need to hear. It's good for you. It's okay for you to have resistance. Resistance is a part of attraction. You know, it's that yin yang light. You can't have dark without light. You can't have light without dark. You can't have joy without pain. Those types of um, natural laws. So doubting is okay, but don't forget who you are. That's that. That's the. That's really why I wanted to read that. The definitive nature of internal versus external validation. External is other people's opinions. External is, you know, what society's opinion is of you. What society holds as valuable. Uh, one of my great favorite books, uh, Tuesdays with Maury, Maury Schwartz, the great teacher, who was a big inspiration to me as a professor. Um, he said, you know, sometimes when the culture is not giving you what you think you need and what you want, you need to create your own culture. That's trusting yourself when all men are doubting you. What is that thing that needles you every single day that you've suppressed? Because maybe your wife is sick of you talking about it. Maybe your husband is sick of you mentioning it. Maybe your parents are mocked you. Your friends have mocked you. Or somebody has, has snarled a laugh in your direction over something that you feel really makes you come alive, that puts that locomotive in your chest. What is that thing? Why are you suppressing that? Why are you not letting that come out? What's stopping you from being you? What's stopping you from trusting your internal validation? If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, and this is my favorite line, and it's plastered on the halls of uh, Wimbledon above center court, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. You will be a man, my son. So it's a, this is a poem that he wrote to his son, and he's talking about, basically, this is almost like a blueprint for living. That's what this is. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters the same, just because you failed, just because you succeeded doesn't make you better than anybody else. Just because you failed doesn't mean you're less of who, a human being. Doesn't mean that you're uh, um, that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you're you should you should let that define you. Understand that everything comes and goes. Your thoughts, old age, your your youth. Your money comes and goes. Friends come and go. Businesses come and go. Life comes and goes. The sun goes up and down. Everything is transient. You cannot step in the same water in the river twice. Everything is transient. Everything is moving. Everything is flow. What causes complications is trying to stop that flow, trying to force that flow. That's, I mean, you should, you got to read this. I'll, I'll leave, uh, I'll leave some, uh, I'll definitely leave a link to it in the, uh, uh, in the description. It's one of the best. There's so much more to it that I'm not getting into because uh, we don't have the time, but it's a fantastic, fantastic poem. And it, to me, it exemplifies self-awareness to meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters the same. Stop identifying with what you're not.
Stop identifying with external validation. Take a look inside. Take some time to yourself. Go somewhere. Be quiet. Be alone. Breathe. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to that inner fire. Pay attention to that inner candle. Pay attention to that inner glow, that inner oil well gushing with inspiration, with ideas, with dreams, with thoughts that bring a warm glow to your skin, that bring a fire to your belly. What is that thing that makes you obsessed? What is that thing that puts locomotives in your chest? What is the thing that freezes you in your tracks? What is the thing that stops you cold? What is the thing that feels like almost like an invisible thumb is pressing you into the earth? This is the big litmus test. Well, Nez, how do I know who I truly am? I think that there's no way to answer that definitively. But I know for one thing, this is one thing I usually like to say, is I never know what I want, but I definitely know what I don't want. Now, I, Mark Twain once said, there's two miracles in your life, the day that you're born and the day you figure out why. I know without a shadow of hyperbole, without a shadow of doubt that I was born to coach, train, and teach, and mentor, and inspire. I was born to do this. It's in my blood. It's in my DNA. I love it more than anything. It puts locomotives in my veins. I want that for you. I would say that's the litmus test. Anything that doesn't bring more liveliness, anything that doesn't put fire underneath your toenails, anything that doesn't bring you to life is not it. And it takes tasting a lot of things. It takes trying a lot of things. It takes experimentation. It takes trial and error. But also, I would say you don't even have to force it that much. I would say just be open. Be open to your inner game. I'm all about your inner game. I'm not worried about your outer game. I'm all about your inner game. What's happening to you on the internal? Pay attention to that. We pay so much. That's, literally, that's all you need to do. When it comes to self-awareness, when it comes to self-inquiry, that's literally all you need to do. Pay attention inside just for like 10 minutes. Stop paying attention externally. What most of us, 99.99% of us are doing is we're paying attention to everything externally. And this is where the decay of comparison comes in. The decay of comparison. Look at her. Look at him. Look at what they got and look at what I don't got. Look at how pretty they are. Look at how successful they are. Look at how many followers they have. Look at how many subscribers they have. Look at how look at how big their house is. Look at how nice their car is. Look at how fat their wallet is. Look at their nice dog. Look at their hair. I'm bald. Look at him. He's got hair. Well, the decay of comparison. The decay of comparison is the antithesis to self-awareness. It's the antithesis of living a life where you can maximize your potential, y'all. Stop comparing yourself. Comparisons are odious. There is no point in comparing yourself with others. There is no point. It does nothing for you. And, the, and there's the, uh, the flip side of that coin too, comparing others and saying, look how good I have it. Look how amazing I am. That person doesn't have this. I've got this. That person doesn't have that. I've got that. That person, it's, it's an endless labyrinth of meaninglessness. That's all it is. There's nobody like you 
in the entire history of the universe, and they never will be. There'll be people similar to you. There'll be people who maybe look a little bit like you, maybe talk a little bit like you, maybe act a little bit like you, or maybe act very, very similar to you. But there will never, think about this, y'all. This is point of view. This is perspective. There's never going to be anybody in the history of the universe, time ad infinitum, who will ever be exactly molecule for molecule, chromosome for chromosome, hair for hair, skin follicle, whatever you want to call it. There will be nobody who's exactly like you for the history of time immemorial. Why would you want to be like somebody else when you are as unique as the very definition of unique? Why would you want to compare yourself? Why would you want to be like somebody else? The more that you dive deep into your chest and you swim around in that thing, and you breathe, sleep, eat that thing that is you, and you share that with the world, you're going to inspire, you're going to be happy, you're going to be yourself. It takes great effort to be somebody. It takes zero effort to be yourself, y'all. That's the key. I get into these ruts that I feel like everything is working against me, says CK, and I'm always fighting for every inch of success. But when I win, it feels damn good. Hey, Ruben Gutierrez, good to see you. Thank you for being here. Super David, so nice to see you, man. I missed you. My pops was always telling me as a kid, you worry about you, forget them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not even um, even in the multiverse. Yeah, I, you know, I don't want to say that that self-awareness is about, you know, disregarding your fellow man or your fellow woman. As a matter of fact, it makes you more empathetic. It makes you more embracing and more inclusive, as a matter of fact, um, because there is no comparison. There is no us versus them. We're all in this together. We're all, you know, we, when you when you stop judging yourself, Okay, you and you inevitably, invariably stop judging others, which is a beautiful thing. Um, or I'm sorry, I got that reverse. When you stop judging others, you stop judging yourself because everybody's just doing the best they can. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Everybody's just doing the best they can. There's nobody who's got it all together. There's nobody who's got completely devoid of any problems, concerns, worries, stress. Everybody's got something everybody's got their little peccadillos and so do you and so do I. So the more that you have that kind of universal adoption of an eternal mindset of constantly learning, constantly getting better and constantly looking at your man and fellow man and fellow woman with empathy, with respect, with endearment, with understanding, forget all those other words I said, forget, just, just look at them with understanding Watch what happens to your life. Watch what happens. You will breathe more freely. You will walk with a different kind of step. You will look at the world with a brand new pair of eyes. And you will become more self-aware. You will understand who you truly are is what we all truly are. And we're not defined by all these external things. That's the key. That's the absolute key. You notice I got a new cup because my other cup broke. My wife got me this cup. I really can't stand this cup. 
I think she meant to get a cup that said the struggle is real, but it says the snuggle is real. For the love of God. <laughs> uh, Ahmed says, so how do you stop judging yourself? Um, well, the the best way, I think, to stop judging yourself is to understand that, you know, what what exactly are you judging yourself about? Why are you judging yourself on these things? Are they true? Are they helping or hurting you? Take a hard look for yourself. Um, just have a little bit of attentiveness, internal attentiveness. Turn your eyeballs inside out. Look inside. What what am I judging myself about? Is this actually true? Is this something that's propelling me forward? Is this something that's bringing me more life? Or is it stopping me cold? Is it making me feel cold or warm? I think that's the ultimate litmus test. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Take a, I want everybody to take a hard look. Okay, this is self-inquiry. Take a look at yourself. And when I say yourself, I mean close your eyes and just take a look. What is it that's coming and going? And what is it that stays? What is it that's permanent? Because there is something permanent. Everything is coming and going. Thoughts, feelings, sensations, the past, the future, age, sex. Everything comes and goes. Status, money, you know, um, awards, accolades, credentials. Everything comes and goes. But there's something here that never comes and goes. You need to discover this for yourself. It is your true self. That is the background of all of these comings and goings. It is your true self that is witnessing all of this, that is watching all of this, that is free, that can't be touched, that does not live, it does not die. It cannot be stressed. It cannot be distressed. There is something here. Take that look. Take a hard look. When I say hard look, that's not accurate. I just, just take a look. Why are you judging yourself? What are you basing these judgments on? Are these judgments rooted in comparison? Because usually when we're judging ourselves, it's because we're comparing ourselves. Okay. Why am I not, you know, as good as my, my brother, my brother's doing better than me. My cousin's doing this. My neighbor's doing this. My coworker's doing this. My boss is doing this. You know, this person's doing that. Why are, what are you judging yourself based on? Flash in your pan. Hey, how you doing? I'm so sorry I missed you. Hey, 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 Professor Nez. No problem, man. No problem. I know you got things cooking, brother. I'm so happy to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Construction cronies, thank you so much for the $5 super chat, man. I believe, I believe. Oh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. That was totally unnecessary. Thank you so much, CK. I appreciate that. Oh, man, you're you're awesome. Any, any time. I think, CK, you would really get a lot out of my playlist. I think you would really get a lot out of my playlist if you went and checked it out. Because I think that you would love it. The Mindset Mastery playlist, I think you would get a lot out of it. You need to go check that out. Thank you so much, man. That really means a lot to me that you did that. I really, really appreciate that, brother. It is so nice to, to have CK in the house. So, so nice to have you a part of Nez Nation, man. You really embody uh, the Nez Nation family. And I'm super, super proud to have you on board. Take a look. Take a look. And, and the way that you break it up, the way that the litmus test for me is what brings you to life and what 
leaves you feeling dark and cold. So if you're judging yourself and it's sort of this invisible wall that's penetrating you and keeping you from being who you truly are, well, then maybe you need to take a hard look at that. Maybe you need to figure out, maybe that's not, maybe that's not doing you any good. And if it's not doing you any good, why are you letting that judgment eat, sleep and breathe in you? You're giving that judgment life by energizing it with your attention. That's what you're doing. You're energizing it with your attention. The more attention you give it, the more life you give it. And it sticks. Don't let things get too sticky. Self-awareness equals (laughs) non-stick. We don't want anything in life to get too sticky, good or bad. Success or unsuccess, success or failure, triumph or disaster. To look at triumph and disaster and to see them for the imposters that they are. Just because you're successful doesn't mean you're don't stink. Just because you failed doesn't mean that you cannot pick yourself back up again. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep doing what you're doing. Success and failure. Why don't we talk about these things in schools? Why don't we talk about these things in the university? I don't know. It drives me crazy. I hate it. I wish we talked more about this because we've got an anxiety age. And maybe this is what's what breeds channels like mine, mindset and messaging. Because you cannot build a personal brand. You cannot elevate your career. You cannot grow your business if your mindset ain't right. You cannot build something lasting, a platform, a powerful brand, if your inner game is non-existent. If you don't really truly understand who you are, if you're broken and fragmented inside, uh, it's very difficult to build something lasting and something that's that screams of authenticity and screams of who you truly are. I am so proud of everybody who's been here. Does anybody have any questions for me? It's been a great pleasure and honor, you know, serving you guys today. I'm so proud of you guys. Uh, I really appreciate everybody who's been here, uh, especially hanging out with us in the chat. It means the absolute world to me. Um, we've had a lot of people who've been on hiatus, which I totally understand. I totally get it. I Summer is always a funky time for me. The kids are out of school and my schedule is very different than normal seasons like the fall and spring. Uh, and winter. Uh, and so, you know, uh, I haven't been the most, um, you know, uh, consistent myself, but uh, I'm, I'm, I really, really hope that you got a lot out of this. It, it means the absolute world to me that you guys join me every single Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. We go live on my YouTube channel talking about mindset and messaging, how to build your online reputation so you can elevate your career and grow your business and build your communities too. Um, and it starts in here. It starts in your chest. And so um, I really, really appreciate it. Does anybody, anybody have any, uh, any last second questions uh, before we get out of here that they'd like to ask me? I'm happy to, I'm happy to take any questions uh, at all. If you have any questions for me, um, very, very excited uh, uh, to see you guys again. I just love it. I love it. This is what I was, this is what I was born to do. I was born to do this. I was born to be a part of, um, you know, this, 
this ecosystem. And I'm very happy and proud to have an amazing Nez Nation family like y'all with me. It really, really means the world to me. And I'm really proud of you guys for uh, being here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the expert plumber says, Nez, are you at VidCon? You know, that's a really good question. Um, I'm not really sure uh, if I'm going to be going to VidCon. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence. Uh, it's right here in my backyard. I went last year, and I, I got to be honest with you, I wasn't too crazy about it. It was awesome seeing the Nimmons. It was awesome seeing our family. And that's really the reason you go to all these conferences is for the for the the real values in the hallways, you know, as my man Todd.live says. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't too – it's a little bit more of a fanfare than it is like what VidSummit is or – or social media marketing world, but I'm not, I'm not really sure. Are you going, uh, are you going Roger? Good to see you. Classic handsome. How are you? Classic handsome. Watch the replay. Follow me on Twitch. You're going to love this stuff. Mindset and messaging, getting your mindset, right? Um, I've got some of the, some real strong videos that I think you're going to get a lot out of. And we've got a fantastic Nez Nation family. So uh, I hope to see more of you. My Twitch channel is slowly kind of coming alive and I'm really proud of it. And I love multi-streaming. I love streaming in 7,000 locations at once because Lord knows Nez needs to be all up in ya. I need to be all up in ya in many locations at once. <laughs> yes, uh, Hybrid Steel says VidCon is more of a fan thing. Yeah, I kind of, I got that vibe last year. I got that, I got that vibe last year when I went, Mike. Thank you so much. CK says, no questions. You helped me a ton here. I was so close to winning here. I had to go back to the crap job to make money. YT banned me from live streaming. Don't know why. So I felt like a failure. You're not, CK. Find a way around it. Find find another way around it. And I promise you, adaptation. Adaptation is key too. Something I didn't really mention in today's stream. Adaptation. Just because this window is closed or this door is closed, there's something else open. Maybe a back door. Maybe a side door. You got to keep looking. Don't let failure, don't let these obstacles define you. Don't let these successes define you. One of the things I was, I was actually, you know, probably one of my greatest heroes is John Wooden. If you don't know who John Wooden, I've never met John Wooden. I mean, I call him my greatest hero because of the way that his, not really necessarily that he won all those championships, but his temperament, his demeanor, his attitude, his coaching. Uh, me being a coach myself, I took a lot of away from, uh, I took a lot away from uh, John Wooden. And one of the things uh, that Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who played with him for like a long time, won 11 championships or 10 championships with him, I can't even remember. He said about John Wooden was that even though he was very, very successful, when he first met John Wooden, even though the guy had won multiple national championships, he was really humble and he was really reserved and down to earth. And so that's what I mean by not letting, not letting the failure and, not, and the, the, the if poem as well by Rudyard Kipling, not letting failure, not letting success get to your head. Follow that natural flow. You're a human being. Be anchored in reality. Be down to earth and uh, watch what happens because, you know, you know the saying, you know, after uh, you got what, what comes, what comes after pride what comes after that that boastfulness is usually a large fall. So uh, you got to be careful with that stuff. 
Thank you so much, CK. Oh, that's very cool. So, so you're going your first time. I'll be really interested to see. Gosh, I might have to go just to give you a big fat bear hug, uh, 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 Roger. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, I, I really, really appreciate you guys big time. Um, uh, you know, I may have to just go hang out in the lobby or something like that. I don't know if I could get in, but, um, I don't have any tickets to VidCon. I went last year and I, as I said, I wasn't too crazy about it, even though I loved hanging out with the Nimmons. And I think the whole crew is going to be there this year. I think even Daryl's speaking. So there's a lot of incentive for me to go, but, uh, uh, we'll see what's going on. My, my work has been keeping me very, very busy, which is something that I love. Um, and so my work, uh, my work is getting more and more busy. My business is, is kind of getting, uh, a lot stronger and growing. Thank God, you know, I'm very, very blessed. Uh, things are doing really, really well with my business. And, uh, so I'm getting busy, busy, busy in July, but, uh, I'm going to do my best, uh, especially if, um, especially if you're going to be there, Roger, I really am going to try my best to make it because that would be awesome to see you brother for sure. And I know the Nimmons are going there too. And I love the Nimmons more than anybody else in the YouTube space. I think the Nimmons are the most authentic and the most real and most helpful. And so they really mean a lot to me and they've done a lot for my channel. Uh, so yeah, I'll definitely have to give that a shot for sure. Thank you so much, uh, for letting me know about that, Roger and Roger. Thank you so much for being here. CK construction cronies, Chris, Thank you for being here. Flash in your pan. Thank you. Super Dave. We missed you, Super Dave. Uh, Mike Hybrid Steel. It's so nice to see you here. Um, if you don't have any other questions for me, Professor Nez, uh, I'm going to be getting out of here pretty soon. Uh, I got to get going. But, um, oh, are you really, Roger? Congratulations, man. Oh, that is freaking awesome. That's a huge deal, man, to be a speaker at VidCon. Wow. Congratulations. I am so proud of you, Roger, the expert plumber. Good for you, man. See, Roger exemplifies personal branding because he knows how to build relationships and he's humble and he doesn't think he's better than anybody else. And he's been live on LinkedIn for since it's since its inception. It's still in beta. Congratulations, Roger. That's fantastic. I may have to just go just for that. I think I'm going to have to make it a point to go check that out for sure. Thank you so much for letting me know. Thank you, sir. It is absolutely fantastic to see you. Thank you so much, Roger. I really, really appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you because Roger, as we know, has been just cooking and crushing it on LinkedIn, specifically LinkedIn Live. And I try to make every one of his uh, uh, live streams, and you should too. Go check out. We've got, I mean, a lot of unbelievable creators here, construction cronies, uh, Mike, uh, from hybrid steel has got a great channel, uh, flash in your pan is, is an awesome live streamer in his own right. So we've got a lot of great, uh, a lot of great creators, uh, in the Nez nation family. So in which I, I just absolutely feel blessed. I feel so lucky that you guys are here with me. Um, it means the absolute world to me and I'm going to keep bringing it for you. So don't forget to click subscribe down there. Don't forget to click that bell notification. So every time we go live or every time I bring some more brain busting content that you become a VIP member of Nez Nation so you can get alerted to that. And also please let me know in the comments below, uh, what kind of content you'd like to see from me, anything related to mindset and messaging, communication, personal branding, anxiety, mindset, self-awareness, 
emotional intelligence. I'm your man. I'd love to talk about it. Social media, LinkedIn marketing, whatever it is, let me know in the chat. And I would love, love to create that content for you. A lot of people know this, that, you know, I get a lot of my content ideas from you. Now, why? Well, let me be an example of personal branding. If you want to create your personal brand that invokes thought leadership and gives you that extra, you know, edge, you know, on building your community, building your business and elevating your career, well, then you've got to serve your audience and you've got to listen to your audience. So if you've got an audience of people, even if it's small or large or what have you, if you've got, yes, that's exactly right, Ahmed. That's exactly right. Mindset and branding or mindset and messaging. It's like the same thing. Um, you know, if, if, if you have an audience, doesn't matter what size it is, you need to turn to them and you need to serve them. So I always ask my Nez Nation family here, what is it you'd like me to, what, what is it you'd like to hear? What is it that you'd like to get some more answers on? What is it that you'd like to learn more about? What is it, what problems, challenges are you facing that I can create some content that may bring you some value? Um, I, I have done countless videos, countless videos, countless articles, countless podcasts on listening to you. And I want to continue to listen to you because self-awareness is about having that eternal learning mindset, that beginner's mind. I don't ever want to call myself an expert. I always want to be a beginner because when I keep that beginner mind, the world is full of possibilities. And in the expert's mind, the world is full of zero possibilities. So I want to keep that learning mindset. There's nothing wrong with calling yourself an expert. There's nothing wrong with being confident in what you do. That's fantastic. Just don't take it too seriously. Don't take anything too seriously, especially yourself, especially your thoughts about yourself too seriously. And then you've got this beautiful, this that you can play, you can dance with life. You can, you, there's much more air, there's space, there's a spaciousness. That's the epitome of, of self-awareness. Create that spaciousness in your chest, in your life, so you can breathe, you can dance, you can flow, and nothing gets too sticky and gets too icky-icky. Um, that's the key right there. So I love you guys. I love you so much. A big heads up and a big shout out to StreamYard. Thank you so much, Gage and company, for building an awesome live streaming tool. How do you? What do you guys think of StreamYard? Do you guys like StreamYard? I really like it a lot. I'm thinking I might make this my permanent uh, live streaming software because I really, really do dig it a lot. So, um, yeah, let me know what you guys think of StreamYard. I know some of you guys use StreamYard. I know Michael Daniels uses StreamYard. Uh, Michael Daniels, if you're out there, big shout out to Michael Daniels. Big, He's a big part of the Nez Nation family. By the way, we do have Nezcord. I know Christian Reddy's not here today. But, uh, you know, we do have a Nezcord server. I'll leave the link in the description below. John, you do it. So great to see you here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'll, leave a, uh, I'll leave a link to our Nezcord in the, uh, in the description below so you, can, so you can come check out our Nezcord. I'd love for you guys to come hang out with us over there as well. We got an awesome, uh, a lot of the people in the chat are in our Nezcord. And I want you to be a part of it too. So come on over, come on in. You're always welcome. And I am your host, Professor Nez, saying thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. Saturday? <laughs> Have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. 
And uh, we'll see you guys real, real soon. Thank you so much, guys. I really, really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week.